Hello and welcome to the 2K Fantasy Premier League podcast. This is episode 42 and what I'm describing as a chip strategy update. So we are recording this on Wednesday. It's before the FA Cup and Premier League matches in the evening, but um, we had the outcome of Fulham Wolves yesterday and the and the Leicester Blackburn game. So we have a much clearer view of what's going to happen in 28 Um and the, and a slightly clearer view of what's going to happen in 32. So that's already got our collective juices working in terms of our chip strategy. So um, I guess Kev, what uh, how how how's things for you? And uh, have you have you been working through your chip strategy overnight, given the uh, FA Cup results? Yeah, I mean, I sort of had it planned out in a scenario where I took a minus 12 last week. Uh, to get myself to a place where no matter what happened in the Leeds versus Fulham match, I wouldn't have to wild card. And I just felt like it kind of came down to, I didn't like my team for this week that we're in right now. And I was yeah, real, so 25, yeah. Yeah. And I was real close to not having to wild card anyway. <clears throat> if, if, uh, you know, in the, in the likely event that Fulham beat Leeds, which we now know is what happened. Well, uh, 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 by that you mean free hit sorry yeah like i i sort of yeah. was i was real close to not having to wild card like now or in 27 not having to free hit and it just felt like if i could yeah. save it i'd rather save it because even though it might work out a little bit better for me now i i don't know that yet and i and i'm not gonna and and if i end up not free hitting or wild carding soon you know, getting in like Trent and shit like that for this week now, 25, would be very helpful. So I just decided to say I'm going to commit to that because of minus 12, which, by the way, I wasn't considering until like two hours before the deadline. I was on a minus eight all through this planning. But then because I'd committed to that, it made sense uh, to to do one more hit, um, which also helped that strategy. So anyway, it's, here's here's... This can get confusing real quick. So why don't I just say this? We're going to go through sort of like the strategy if you don't free hit and wild card now and the strategy where you do wild card now. And maybe you don't free hit, maybe you do. But basically, if you're going to wild card now or not, uh, I believe you and I are both not wild carding now. But we do know, a, a, I think a lot of people will be wild carding. So we'll talk a, a bit about both. And, um, you know, we, we, we realize not all the games are done. But quite frankly, we just couldn't find a time to pod after the games. Like it's just impossible between the two of us to do it. And we figured the Leeds versus Fulham match was the one that decided anything anyway. And we also know, you know, Leicester and Brentford are available in 28 as well. So we, we know quite a bit. I guess the big things that could happen tonight are um, if Southampton went out or if uh, Tottenham go out. It, it could definitely put sort of a spin on things uh, with regards to like game week 32, for example, and not having to hold your free hit through then and that kind of stuff. So we can get into all that, but we just wanted to explain why we're doing it now. It was either do it early um, now, as in what we're doing now, or just not even do another one and, and talk about, about it this weekend. Because, uh, and the reason we thought we could do that is we think a lot of people that that do wildcard now won't wildcard in 26. They'll wait till 27. So we could have waited. But I do think quite a few people will wildcard in 26. So ultimately, it makes sense to to do it yeah. now. Agreed. So let me, so let me, so just for the record, then the games that are confirmed for 28 are Nottingham Forest and Newcastle, Aston Villa and Bournemouth, Brentford and Leicester. And that's the additional one, I think. That would be people weren't necessarily expecting, but I was personally hoping for, which I'll come back to in a bit. Wolves versus Leeds. So that was the one that we didn't know were going or not. Chelsea versus Everton and Arsenal versus Palace. As Kev alluded to, Southampton Spurs, if they both were to lose tonight, would both go in. I think that's unlikely, but it's more the impact on uh, 32. And so for the record in 32, we only have four confirmed games in that week. So Brentford versus Villa. Crystal Palace versus Everton, Liverpool versus Forest, and Leicester versus Wolves. But clearly, more games will be in that week. I think at most, only. I think at, at, 
at the minimum we'll have six games in that week yeah. but obviously we won't know the outcome of that until the fa cup happens which itself will happen in game week 28 because that's why that one's a blank so we won't know until we go into game week 29 exactly the layout for game week 32 so that's that's the that's the sort of the facts of the games and then so we obviously did a pod on a short pod and it was generally was a short pod on sunday and we gave quite a lot of team news there was five things I wanted just to quickly update because I think they're all relevant. Um, Mitrovic was available in the FA Cup and started and played like nearly 70 minutes. I believe he came off because it's a normal rotation rather than injury, but clearly one I'll be keeping an eye on as a as an owner of Mitrovic. So I think that is that might be a factor in anyone that was considering wildcard in this week. You're going, well, if Mitrovic isn't available, then maybe I might as well just do it now and just get a better start in 11. So I think that could be a factor for anyone thinking about that. Um, I guess March and Estupian, two of the popular Brighton players, were both out in the FA Cup, but they did say Estupian would be fit for this weekend, 26. But that might be one piece of information people are looking for if they're thinking he might be in a wildcard team. I think this next one's really big. The Bruno Gimerez came off injured in the Car- Carabao Cup final. Uh, I think it was... They played, played, it, played it down as not being that serious, but... The reason why I call that out is Newcastle's defence was not as good when he was banned for the last three Premier League games. We thought about this weekend, he might not be now, and that might impact your view on Newcastle defenders. Um, Thiago Silva's out for six weeks, and that might mean some of the Leicester, the, the, Leicester, the Chelsea defenders are more nailed. So I know Kev talked about Fafana as an interesting, he's coming back from injury. Badashal got dropped at the weekend. Perhaps he gets back in. Who knows? But maybe that's one to watch out for, particularly anyone that's thinking about Chelsea from 20, 28 onwards, because obviously they, they double in 29. And then I guess the big one, Kevin, interested in your views on this. Uh, I bet I Tony bet has uh, is now admitted to the charges. It's now publicly available. Um, I was already alluding to Mbumo which I talked about in the pod on Sunday. I'm almost certain that's that's where I'm going to go now because although there isn't a date set, I think there's a general feeling that this will be done and dusted before the end of the month. So I think at most he'll make it up. Well, there was just an update on Guy Sporks that Andrew just shared with with us, just so you know, saying that FA will now work towards a hearing date likely in April. In April? Yeah. So if that's the case, then he plays both 27 doubles and 28 before he's has that hearing date. I, I My guess is the date, the day of that hearing date, he's basically suspended from then. Whatever yeah, that and is, is like the date Tony's done. Well, that's interesting because game week 29, Brent is due to play April. on the 1st of April yeah. and the 5th of April. So he might even make it, make it through 29. Which... I don't really care if he does or doesn't because I'd probably move. I, I just want him for 27 and 28, 29. He's way less relevant. He has Brighton away, Man United away. And like, there's a fuckload of other doublers. So who cares? But 27 is huge and 28 is really huge. Okay. I mean, I think that fixes the, so I think if you own Tony, it's a hold, right? Oh yeah. He's a hold either way if you own him. But if you're wild carding or looking to bring him in, I mean, I wouldn't do it till right up to the deadline on whatever week you're planning on doing it and wait for as much news as possible. But, you know, this hearing date is what you're looking at. Uh, the hearing date is your leading indicator and like what you're typing into Google every morning when you wake up. <laughs> yeah, that is, I, I found it really interesting that he's, it's now publicly available. He's admitted the charges and there's, he's still going to be able to play for another, another few weeks. That just that just seems really yeah. strange to me. But anyway, it's it is what it is. Most, it's the most risk-reward pick I think we've ever seen in the history of the game. Like on the one hand, he has five matches in um, three weeks. And this week he's got Fulham at home, which I know Fulham are, are great defensively, but still like you would think somewhat okay match in any given week. Um, but you know, five matches in three weeks, or he just doesn't play at all, <laughs> you know, and he's suspended the rest of the season for sure transfer out. So it's like, and he's on eight yellows. So, I mean, the risk reward of this pick, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. He's like a, a, a captain favorite in 27. Great pick. Might even be one of the captain favorites, 28 <laughs> versus Lester at home, right? Like I, I, it's so crazy on like the extremities of what could happen with him over the next few weeks. 
yeah, that is crazy. I mean, I'm looking at this going. Yeah, it's a typical, a, a difficult pick for me. We'll, 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 we'll come back that, come back to that in a minute. But I think for you, it's easier. Um, okay, so I think that was everything I wanted to cover in terms of background fixtures, etc. So, Kev, do, do you want to start with? Should we, should we start with what, what the the wildcard strategy version is of this? Because I suspect that might be more pop, popular than the direction you and I go in. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's start with that because that's pretty. Straightforward, and then we could talk about the pros and cons and how it's different. And you know, we'll do the caveat. Everybody's in a different position. Uh, I think if you were finding it difficult to to get through twenty eight without a free hit, or, then, or, or, or you, taking or taking quite a few hits to field field a team that you're happy with, yeah, it maybe worth wild carding. Then I think tw- then wild cards going to become popular now. Yeah. And it's it's that notion, well, hey, I have like no Brentford and no Brighton. Um, so I could benefit with these extra fixtures in 27 as well. But there are some downsides to that as well, which I don't know how how much they'll get talked about. Um, having a team full of Brighton players when they <clears throat> you know have pretty tough fixtures right after that. So well, and and like who do you want if March and stupid and they're injured anyway right so there's a lot there's lots to unpack there but basically it's pretty straightforward you wildcard in 26 or 27 and yep. you all of a sudden have a shitload of doublers in 27 you can also get out players that now play in 28 because brentford also plays in 28 so you could have tony Rhea, and and ben me right and then in 29, they all double again. So you could set your team up to, to bench boost or not. You might still want to bench boost later. But I, I think if you wildcard right before this double, you're probably going to want to try and bench boost because it might be hard to get your team in a good bench boost situation again later. So that's yep. sort of the plan. And then you save your free hit and use it in 32, which is supposed to be this big challenging double uh, sorry, blank game week that will be difficult to navigate. And you're using transfers to set yourself up for these doubles in 34 and 37. So you basically have your eyes on that the rest of the season with the odd, you know, injured player you got to deal with and really good fixture run or white hot form player you just got to get in your team or, or high EO guy or whatever, right? So you just kind of have to weigh who doubles and who doesn't. Who do you want in your team for the weeks that aren't? doubles and whatever and you also got to think the teams that aren't on wild card are they able to get the like important players from 27 28 and 29 in their team anyway like what if i'm wild carding to get these extra fixtures like who are these extra fixture players is it fucking webster from brighton <laughs> like if there's no a stupidin if there's no uh marsh like after matoma Chris, who the fuck do you want from Brighton? The only other player I think of is Sanchez. Right, but you're going to have Rhea. Am I? So I was looking at this, and I was I was thinking if I went for it, I'd have Sanchez and Kepa in goal. Okay. For them to double. And then I then... The reason for that is you can't... The Brighton don't play in 28. Right. And I think in the wildcard scenario, people are not going to free hit in 28. So you then have... Yeah, maybe yeah. you have you then have you then have Tony. I uh-huh. think we have Tony now based on what we know, or Bremer if for whatever reason Tony's Just not assume working. Tony's out. fine for the Yeah, for yeah. The so team. I think you have Tony, me, and then one other either probably a Brentford defender. I think you end up with two Brentford defenders potentially rather than going down the Brighton defender route. And I think then me because that means those players double in 27, 29, I'm playing 28. So I think that's an easier right. solution. So that, that's quite. But I mean, I think that's one. You know, that's a that's a point of detail. I think you people want to work through. But also, I think Brighton's fixtures are much better in twenty nine, and then I think Kepa's Kepa's got Kepa's got reasonable fixtures after twenty nine as well. So I think that covers you from a keeper perspective. Anyway, that that was where my head was at because yeah. I, I kind of think, and I think your team. The other thing to think about is in twenty. The classic is in twenty seven. Do you have? I think the most. So to avoid having a hit in 28, the most non-playing 28 players you can have is four, if that makes sense. Yeah. And who are those four players going to be? So I think it's going to be Haaland, 
Rashford, okay. because I think Rashford will be a big captain favourite in 29 with Man United double, particularly if he keeps up the form he's in. Yeah, and then and then the other one is Saka potentially. Because right. actually I think you will have Saka because he could well be a captain favourite home to Maybe. Leeds in uh, sorry, home to Crystal Palace in twenty eight. And he's yeah. home to Leeds in twenty nine. So he's a nice player to have anyway. He'll be popular, particularly those that don't free hit. So I think Saka, Rashford and Haaland are your three players you have to I think you you just hold through twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty sorry, sorry, Saka does play in twenty eight, doesn't he? So he's not the other player. Yeah. Um, you know. The big bogey is Madison, if he's fit or not. Yeah. Um, so if you've got Haaland and Rashford that don't play, I guess you can then fit in. I guess in theory, you could then have what you could have two bright, bright and outfield players. That's why you have Matoma, Stupian, and San, and then Sanchez in goal. Because you're not going to have Why? Okay, let me put it this way. Say a Stupian is out with a muscle injury. Okay. So even if he's back before, do you think he's going to play five? or uh, doubles within a muscle injury that he had like a couple days ago. I, so, don't, I don't think a stupid is going to be a pick. Like I, even if he was back this week, I'd be like, that thing could flare up at any second. If I'm going to wild card, I'd probably be going for more of a sure thing. Right. Especially a guy, like a guy that I want to double. I don't so, think that a, an injury muscle injury player that is currently out would have to be back in the next two weeks would be, you know, somebody I would want to rely on. So I should probably about explain this. Um, so my four players, outfield players that don't that don't play in twenty eight would be Harland, Rashford, mm-hmm. Mitoma, and then maybe a Brighton defender. But with a, and that would be a choice because then in the Brighton defender you would then sell to say like a Castagne or someone in twenty eight. So a player that plays in twenty eight but also doubles in twenty nine, if that makes sense. But by doing that, you could have three Brighton in. So Sanchez, stupid uh, Sanchez. Let's call it Webster, so we don't get into the stupid art discussion. And Matomas, actually, that's three doublers. You then have me, probably a second Brentford defender, and Tony. So you'd have six doublers in twenty-seven. Right. One of them you would then sell in twenty-eight. The Brighton defender who would then become like a Castagna or maybe like a Chelsea defender, like a James or someone. And then the player you bought in also that player also doubles in. 29 if your team then also includes like one or two uh, Newcastle defenders who double in 29 and play in uh, play in 28 it includes Saka and Haaland who you just will have your single players in 29 you've then got Rashford Matoma you got Madison I'd hope you say Madison's a key one right as you say hopefully he's fixed I think that, again, that that's massive on how good the Leicester assets are right Leicester is so much yeah. better with him in both defensively and, and attacking wise yeah like I think everyone's out you could go Barnes but Barnes isn't as good without Madison exactly I think everyone's gonna have Watkins right Watkins is like a must now in my mind because he plays in 28 29 um so I think you can end I bet you can basically set your team up right. to have six doublers in 27 um and then i think tw- uh, 13 doubles and 29 um and you can set up with a transfer or two personally i might just go for five doubles and 27 rather than nailing in transfers because those things can often go they can often hurt you can i ask you a question so game yeah. week 29 i think two of the biggest assets to have would be a fit madison and bruno fernandez how would you fit both of them in your team if, if madison's fit in this wild card uh, I'd start with Madison in 27. Okay. I have him in my team to start off with. And Bruno Fernandez, you could either have him in instead of having the, you know, that, that might be the compromise of having one or two less Brighton players in. So you, you carry him through. This is what I'm saying. Like there's or, the Brighton or, or, players you're talking about, like, and right are, are, they're difficult for me to see. Like I'm bench boosting with, Brighton because I have Brighton be in in 29 like the bench boost to me isn't that attractive in terms of the players quality I think versus like a typical bench boost week personally you're selling all of your arsenal besides Saka for the rest of the season uh and they're they're a great kind of like season value hold on these non double game week weeks and uh you're I just I don't know like right after double game week 29 Brighton has Tottenham away and then Chelsea away. They have City 
32, but that's probably gonna be a blank. So that doesn't really matter. But like, that'll be the game they get made up. It's not even that attractive. Like, I feel like after 27, 29, Brighton becomes considerably less attractive and they're going to be the players that are stuck in your team. Yeah, I I think that's something that needs to be considered. Like what you're not getting, right? Like, and and I'm only saying this, but you might wildcard anyway, but just consider this before you're adding all these extra fixtures up is my point. Like, hey, I'm going to wild card. It's going to add these extra fixtures. Like, okay, you know, I just I just had to do it with Tarkowski. He's in my fucking team. He was part of my minus 12. I don't like that this guy's in my team. I'm, he's only in my team because he has these fixtures. I, I kind of expect this guy to basically just break even on the hit I took for him in, in terms of, like, appearance points. Like, any sort of uh, – and, and I only brought him in because it helped me – with the rest of the transfers that's that's how i justified it like he's a wash the hit he he pays for the hit <laughs> and but it allows me to get this 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 and like watkins has already scored for example right so so it it, it has helped kind of indirectly but like you in in this wild card scenario you're adding an extra game in having like brighton double in 27 but like is that better than having a singular in 27 that has a better 29 like, yeah, I, I, yeah, you know, I, like I, yeah I get... you're gonna have like a, a brighton defender in versus shaw the rest of the season now like i just yeah. feel like you know like think about that before you make your decision is all like go through a transfer planner like go through geeks transfer planner and be like yeah i get these three extra fixtures but these guys kind of fucking suck though so i don't actually want them like to me, I look at Brighton and it's like Matoma, check, rest of the team, probably pass. No one else. Even if Martian is stupid in her back, it's like, well, why the fuck were they just injured? Are they going to be playing? Which, in which is exactly why I think Sanchez is the move. That's why I'd go Sanchez because yeah. I'd have to play him How again. I'm going to play this guy. I'd yeah, rather but, play Rhea, the leading goalkeeper in the game. Yeah, but but I, I'd be happy with Sanchez because he doubles in 27 and 29 and he, he goes nicely with Kepper. Because I think Kepa's good for the rest of the season. I just so I yeah, I think that I, I think yeah, I think that co- I think that covers you. And I think, in my yeah, mind, okay. but I I think I think the arguments I, I'd agree with you on is what do you want to do with the Man United assets in twenty nine? Because I think ideally you'd have Shaw, Rashford, and Bruno. Although I would say I those not. Double. Sorry. I think they have the best double in twenty nine. If you're like. Well, Newcastle away is not the greatest game, is it? But Brent, but I, I guess they just beat them quite comfortably. Um, I think. No, I'd agree with. I arguably Bournemouth. Uh, arguably Bournemouth have got the best double. I think they've got Fulham at home and Brighton at home, but that's yeah, probably Bournemouth's not exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all by Bournemouth players. Um, Part of the Actually, reason I committed the trip strategy I did is because I put together an optimal bench boost 29. Like, say I wild carded in 29 and I was allowed to bench boost in the same week and I didn't love the team. So part part of me was part of the reason I didn't want to commit to this wild card 27, you know, whatever free hit or not free hit 28 and then, you know, bench boost 29 is I didn't like the look of the 29 bench boost. So if you wild card 27... I don't necessarily think you have to bench boost in 29. I think you could still bench boost later. I know it's ideal to do it right after the the wild card, but I don't love the look of the team that I'm bench boosting. Yeah, I I think the other thing, I mean, what what you're weighing up is can you get to I think I think just by doing free transfers, you can probably get Shaw or Bruno in your team. I think if I did it, I would probably carry Bruno through and buy Shaw in 29 and just have one less and have less Brighton is the way I'd probably do it, which then yeah. would counteract your point of having. I think I would maybe not go for the full six doublers in 27, maybe just exactly. accept three or four, right? And then focus more on getting a slightly better, you know, having Shaw and or I'd probably carry Bruno or carry Shaw or Bruno through well, whatever works out best for you. Maybe then transfer the other one in so you've got Shaw, Bruno, Rashford in 29. And I think that's how I would do it, but I haven't. I say I haven't fully worked all this through, but it's it's definitely a valid. It's a definitely a valid way of attacking this, and I think I, I think just, yeah, yeah go for it. It's it, I mean I I can tell you're not convinced at all. I think you just need to add up the extra fixtures. Step one, it's going to make the wild card look very attractive. Step two, go through a transfer planner, be like, well, do I want this or do I want uh, Bruno Fernandez? 
do I want this or do I want Shaw? Do I want this or do I want this player? Then yeah, add up the players that uh, extra fixtures. I think it's going to be considerably less than you first think. Then secondly, think okay, well now that I'm only getting these like, you know, maybe I'm maybe I think I'm getting tons of extra fixtures. Okay. That's as of now. Now also be like, well, if I didn't wild card, I would probably spend the next two transfers on Brentford players. So I would get an extra fixture in 27, an extra fixture in 28, and an extra fixture in 29. So I'm getting three extra fixtures times two, getting six extra fixtures with my next two free transfers. So subtract that from the extra fixtures you think you're getting from wild card. So say you think you get like 15 or something. Well, you're actually getting like nine just, just because you're, you know, six less just from two free transfers right then do okay well that now i also have a free transfer in 28 so i can add a you know remove a blank guy to a guy that plays and doubles in 29 so i'm getting two extra free uh fixtures based on this one free transfer then i could remove a guy that blank uh plays one match to a guy that doubles in 29 so i'm getting another free transfer so that's nine extra fixtures just from the next four weeks of free transfers, like make sure you include that in your fucking how many extra free, uh, how many extra fixtures I'm going to get by wildcarding. Like there's a lot you need to do. It's not just as simple as like, wow, well, I have barely anyone playing uh, in 28 and I'm going to get all these doublers if I wildcard. Fair enough. But like, are you going to get the players you want in? Are you actually getting as many free extra fixtures that, that you think you are that's all i'm saying and then weigh that up versus wall carding in 33 and bench boosting in 34 and how many extra fixtures you're getting then and it's hard to know that but that's going to come into the equation later like your rank might get boosted slightly over these next few weeks but later on the people that still have their wild card they're going to get boosted back on you right like you kind of got to go Hey, Maybe. my rank's this, but come game 33, 34, you know, I, I'm expecting my rank to come back down now because everybody else is sort of like going to benefit from that where I'm not, right? So I there's just so much to consider. It's not a simple decision. Um, I, I, I would say if you're struggling to get to 28 without a free hit, I think it is a fairly simple decision to wildcard now is what I would say. But could you get to 28 with these next three free transfers and like one hit oh yeah I'm, could, I'm that saying hit, if, could that hit be a brentford player that gets you three fucking extra fixtures by taking that hit is that hit worth it probably can i also get the important players in 28 like tony and saka and shit like that also wild card you said saka has a really good fixture in 28 versus leeds right in, Palace, right? Crystal Palace so in 28, many, Leeds in 29. Leeds in 29, right. So how many uh, Arsenal players are you going to have on your wild card? Just Saka? So then you're going into 28, and you might not even have the optimal 28 team versus the, the non-wild carders. That's the other thing to consider. I, I just think there's so many moving parts. There's no right or wrong answer. However, even if it, even if it looks like wild carding is just so simple, just be like, well, what could I do if, with like one hit? How, like, could I get through this the same way as the wild card with like a pretty similar team from like one hit? Even if you're in the worst situation, I think just, just, I'm not saying one's better than the other. Sorry if I'm coming across aggressive here. I'm just saying like, just fucking go through that scenario analysis. Do both. Yeah. I, so I, I guess my, my, my view of having looked at this. And mm -hmm. thought about it overnight and looking at it is i think if you're struggling in 28 and it's doing yet you going it's gonna be really difficult i think wildcard in 27 is worth doing but don't go too heavy on brighton make sure you get if i'm doing that and i'm bench boosting 29 try and do it so you got three man united players get bruno shaw rashford make the absolute most of that i'd probably go sanchez because i just think that's the easy way of bringing a brighton player in i probably just have sanchez and matoma as i'm working it through and I might even have to sell Matoma in 28. I don't really mind too much. I just think I'd focus on making sure your your bench boost in 29 is that good because in 27, I really don't think you need to go that heavy on the doublers. I think that's the trap you could get into. Exactly. If you go six doublers in if you go six doublers in 27, I think that's where you fall over. I think three or four might be all you need, and that's and I think I, yeah, and I think people can sit there and work it through themselves. And there's you know there's far more analysis that can be done off off the back of that. So Kev. Yeah, um, I'm going to throw in a question of the week, and then we can then just 
just sure. chat through our, our teams briefly. Um, so you were talking about on the last pod how the XA for defenders was really important. That was a conclusion you came to when you looked at your XA and XG. Just like not consistent um, and over like lengthier time periods, like five week rolling time periods, it's quite, quite low. And, and anyone that's in the top three, it's usually from like one chunky week. Yeah. Okay. So with that in mind, who are the top three defenders in XA total over the year? And I'm taking the XA total as of the information in the game. How, so, how many do I have to pick? Three. I want you to top, pick I the top go three. Three for three to get one point here. Like that's. I mean, I mean, it's it's. I mean, you. I mean, well, it's not impossible. The all players you've heard of, anyway. I'll give, I'll, I'll give you a clue. You've heard of all the well, players. I get one of the like. I get two of them right. I think I'm like. Even if I get one right, it's gonna be tough. Okay. Well, I think one will be pretty straightforward, but the other ones will be tough. Anyway, okay. Yeah. You can have, a, have a little think about that. We'll come back to that at the end. But I mean, I was getting getting complaints that I didn't I didn't embarrass you by asking a question in the last pod, so I thought I'd better get it in now. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just I'm 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 clearly just amusing myself here. So, <laughs> I think my strategy is probably fairly simple from here on in, and this might and I think this is interesting here because it give people a view of what someone who isn't wildcarding is doing versus someone that that is. So, at the moment, mm-hmm. I have, if I look at 28, I have eight players that are playing. So, I've got Ward away at Brentford, which is why the Leicester result was big for me. Uh, I then have, the, which I know it's not great, but it, it is what it is. I then have Trippier, Tarkowski, and White in defence. And I have Salah, Saka, no, not Salah. I've got Saka, Odegaard, uh, Watkins, that's right, isn't it? Is that eight? Can I even count? I'm, I'm lost, dude. I'll take your word for whatever you say at this part. I will do it again. Sorry. It's confusing for everyone in general to be like trying to think of their own team while thinking of someone else's, right? Like, yeah. So I, so I have, I have Ward and Goal. I have four defenders in Trippier, Tarkowski, Breno, and White. I have, and I have two midfielders in Saka and Odegaard, and I have Watkins up front. So I have eight players at the moment. And my basic strategy is in 27, I'm going to buy Embrumo for okay. Mitrovic. He then plays in, in 28. Uh, and then I'm going to do two transfers in 28. I'm going to sell Trent to probably Castagna or a or Chelsea defender. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring in Madison for Andreas. Yes. And that gets me 11 players in 28. Yeah. And then in 29, I will bring in Shaw most likely for White. Mm-hmm. And I know we said Arsenal fix, Arsenal are good, but I don't need to play White in 29 when he has a good fixture home to Leeds. But then he then plays Liverpool, West Ham before I then get to 32 and 33 when I'm looking at a wild card in the free hitting. So that's why I'd sell White and get Shaw in. So in 29, I'd actually end up with nine doublers. And my two single week players would be Saka and Haaland. So I could do all that for free. Yeah. And that's kind of where my head's at, at the moment. I guess the downside of that is... I think my team in 28 is okay. I don't love Ward away at Brentford. I don't love Tarkowski away at Chelsea, albeit Chelsea don't really score that many goals, do they? Um, <laughs> and I don't, and I don't love, and I don't necessarily love um, Bruno at home to Leeds, although you know because he might not necessarily play. But it is what it is. I, I think it's an okay team. I'm not, you know, I think you know the main thing is I've got Saka, and I think right. he's, he, he, I think he'll be a captain favourite. So I'm more than happy to have that. I've got Saka and Odegaard, so you, you've kind of got a bit of choice there for captaincy. Um, I'm happy enough yeah. for 29 because I've got Shaw and I've got Rashford. An ideal world, I could take a hit and bring in Bruno Fernandes and maybe I might be tempted by that when I get there. Uh, I'll see. But after that, it then gives me plenty of flexibility. The, the other thing I was going to add up to this is, or sorry, the other downside is I only have one doubler in 27 and that is Bramo. I do feel a little bit exposed there. But the flip side to that is I have Salah and Trent who both got Bournemouth away. They could get a really big score there. I mean, you never know what Bournemouth are going to turn up, do you? I've got Saka and Odegaard away at Fulham. And I just think a lot of other people might end up with, you know, I've got triple Arsenal away at Fulham. If they get a good result there, that could work in my favour. But I'm a little bit reliant on Liverpool and Arsenal doing well that week 
Otherwise, I could take a hammering to anyone that has brought in more doublers, particularly from Brighton and Brentford. And I guess yeah. that's the thing I'm slightly worried about. And obviously, I don't have Tony in the plan that I've set out to you. But the reason why, but Tony's a problem because if I get Tony, he's probably not available in 29. And that, that creates an extra transfer for me. So I'm not really sure I want to go down that route. But anyway, what, 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 what's your reaction to that, Kev? I think it looks sounds good. Like, you've got it all planned out. I mean, how many hits are you taking through this? Zero. There you go. So you're basically saying, hey, I can get through the next three weeks. I can get the important players in my team. The only players I'm sort of missing are the fringe doublers. Uh, and in 28, I also think your your team, is, compared to the wild carders, uh, will be like, I don't think you're like behind them at all. Like, no, I, I, negligible. Yeah. And then in 29, you know, I don't think it's a great bench boost uh, week anyway, and you're not going to bench boost, right? You're just kind of like, hey, I've got like Tarkowski type players on my bench, so fucking what, right? So, exactly. Exactly. I, so like, and I'll bench boost the big one later, and whatever ground I lose, not bench boosting in 29, and I make up later. The other, the other thing to consider is like, have you ever, uh, you know, used like a free hit chip on a non-blank week, and like it goes against you, like the singlers yeah. and stuff that you get out, like yeah. hurt. That's so yeah. I, I just like the thought of using it in either 28 or 32, but that's a whole different thing. But that's why we're not talking about free hitting and double doubles. Yeah, but... um, the, the, the other thing to bear in mind is if I were to free hit in 28 and get a you know and get a safer team, let's say better goalkeeper, you know, a better defender than you know Tarkowski, maybe. Let's just say I did a couple, you know, I might I'd only tweak my team a little bit in 28, which is kind of what you're what you're getting to. Mm -hmm. But the thing is there, I then lose a transfer. And in fact, it's also a pain because I want to I want to hold my Liverpool assets in 27, so Trent and Salah. And they're actually my they're my cash cow to get in Madison from 28 onwards. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. So the, so the the what the one I've described, I'm selling Trent. I could also sell I could also sell Salah, you know. There, there are, you know, the the, well, the permutations this bad. Yeah. Uh but I think that the challenge is yeah, the challenge is you would then you obviously lose the transfer in 28 because that's the thing about free hit, you lose the transfer. And I do need all those transfers to make myself a decent team in 29. Yeah. So they they all kind of go hand in hand, and that's why I ended up in this situation. As I say, if I look through it, the thing I'm most worried about is having Embrumo instead of Tony in 27 being a bit exposed to the, as you say, the fringe doublers, the the, the yeah. saving graces. I do think, as I say, I'm relying a bit more on Liverpool and Arsenal doing well that 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 week to make up. So that's kind of how I've analysed it. The, the final thing I was going to say is, if I look at 32 and how it's playing out now, people listening to this will probably know the FA Cup semi-final draw. You know, so if Man City have drawn Man United, let's say, for example, we'll know that massively opens things up. And yeah. what I would say about this has crossed my mind is if I look at 30 and 31, I'm not in a desperate need to start changing my team based on the base on the players I'd have in 29. So I could maybe just use one transfer over that period. Perhaps it's wishful thinking because injuries, suspensions, etc. But actually in 32, I could dead end my team and sell like, you know, Harlan to like Darwin, let's say, because Liverpool have got Forest at home and move a defender to Trent or something. So I go back with triple Liverpool. You could actually, I, there is a chance I could actually get through 32 without without using my free hit. Now, I'm right. not saying I definitely want to do that, but it's something that's crossing my mind. I'm very, and then I'd probably then use that free hit in like 37 or 38 or something, which is not, which which sometimes can backfire, but it's a bit different. I just, it's something that just crossed, crossed my mind, but I'll cross that bridge at a later date. Okay. Well, what about you, Kev? Where are you? Well, I have, uh, I'm in a position where I basically have an extra player in 28 if I don't take a hit now because Tony has been gifted to me, right? Yep. I mean, obviously, yep. so if Tony gets suspended, then I'll use that extra transfer to change him to Mbumo. But I mean, I've got like, as is in 28, I've got Kepa, Trippier, yep. uh, White, Kilman. Tarkowski. Yay. Pardon? Yeah, Tarkowski. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Saka, Odegaard, Watkins, and Tony. And I've got three yeah. transfers. So I only need two, two transfers, right? 
to get a full team there. So, so I want to bring in like the best. So like I so as of now, that extra free instead of having one extra player playing in 28, I think I'd rather use that extra transfer to like take care of Matoma in 27. What go what Andreas to Matoma? Exactly. And now I'm a little short for that. So I would sell uh, Arnold to Ben Me that week as well. So 27 is interesting because pool play Bournemouth. So, you know, part of me is like, would Ben Me, who has two away matches, outscore Trent, who has Bournemouth away? Okay, yeah. And I, I yeah. think he will because he has Everton and Southampton as those two matches. But, you know, Brentford have been really good at home and they've been okay away. So you're kind of saying, hey, I'm bringing in an app, like a below, you know, expected me type of return times two, though, to outscore Trent versus like basically the worst form team in the league right now, which makes it interesting. So, but I need the money. And the problem is you've probably noticed like me, right? Like the defenders are where it gets sticky. Like I'm, I'm like all of my defenders playing 28 besides Trent. So yep. he's sort of I was I would rather he go in 28, but I to get to get Matoma in, I'd do it. So that would leave me with Tony and Matoma in 27. Who am I missing there? Besides, you know, not like which captain player. Like if Tony was out, would you captain uh Mbuma that week or Matoma? I think Matoma would become the captain favorite. I mean, I look at it and go. Leeds and Palace, like pretty good fixtures. I'm I'm I'm, I'm part of me is looking at it going even if we get Mbumo in I might still captain yeah. Haaland at Palace yeah if it wasn't no way I would but I don't know I think it'll be an interesting I mean Rashford I, has Southampton at home too like yeah for, you got Rashford I'm even content, I'd even be looking at Salah at Bournemouth if Salah Salah has definitely picked up form let's see how he's playing let's yeah. see what he does against Man United if Liverpool are at Champions League if Bournemouth still look absolute garbage, let's see how they yeah. look against Arsenal this weekend. There's Salah there as well. So I am considering... This is, you know, this is, we talked about this a while ago, but Game Week 27, everybody's going to bring in all these doublers. The single, the like the regular players that, that, that are template, high, high EO, all have fucking juicy-ass fixtures. I mean, pull them away and from like, Arsenal. You might be wildcarding them all out of your team. Pull them away for Arsenal is not a great fixture, is it? No, it's not great, but it's Arsenal's like good enough that, you know, I don't, you know, it'll be a tough match for Fulham. Oh, 100%. Like, I, you know, I know Fulham have been great defensively and they absolutely have in it. You don't expect it to be a high scoring game, but, you know, I feel like it's, you know, that's not really who I'm focusing on here. Like I'd probably, I'd probably, you know, that would be a tough one between Tarkowski and White, for example. Tarkowski have Brentford at home and White has Fulham away. I could see that being like a one nil match though. So I'd probably still start right. Anyway, my point is more, you know, 27 is an interesting week because not only do these, these guys double, but anyway, I'd have Ben me doubling. I'd have Matoma doubling and Tony doubling. And to me, those are like the three main players I'd want in. And, and how would you get to 29? Cause I guess your problem you might have in 29. And that, so, 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 so to be clear, I don't have enough money to go Mitch, Mitrovic to Tony. I'd have to probably sell Edison. Which I'm right. not against. Yeah. And Edison would probably go to, he'd either go yeah. to Sanchez or to Raya uh, because I have Ward playing in 28. But so I'd have to, I'd, I'd wait when I got there. That That's what I'd do because then I'd. Okay. But uh, I have Kepa and, and, and Net though. So I'm fine. Yeah, you're, you're fine. But the, sorry, the reason why I'm saying that is, but if I then have Mitch, if I then have Tony. Yeah, it kind of looks like he might be okay in 28, but in 29 he might be uh -huh. banned, and therefore I'm then stuck with a player that's supposed to double is not anymore. It's just a bit of a pain. I mean, if he's banned in 20, by 29, then like he's a pretty easy fixture to swap to some other doubler. Yeah, but then I guess if you're doing that, then you're only, from what I gather, you're only carrying Rashford through, right? And that means you won't get. Well, no, as so, say Tony's not banned. You know, I might even just take a hit to deal with Tony if that's the case, because that's the week to do it is when your player you bring in doubles, right? But anyway, I, as of now, so if I were to keep going through my plan, like I've got yep. Andreas to Matoma and Trent to me, yep. and in 28, I'd actually sell Mo because I don't love that they have what is it, Chelsea and like City in as their, yep. I don't really mind selling them 
right? And I've got the free hit for 32, so I don't need to fucking keep them in there for 32. Yep. So um, I'd go Salah to Madison for yep. 28, and then I would go Odegaard to Bruno Fernandez. And that would... So going Salah to Madison would leave me with six and a half million in the bank. Like, yep. So I would... Going Odegaard to Fernandez, not only would I have enough money, I'd still have 3.6 million in the bank. Uh, what's interesting about that is, so I should have said this, in 29... Yeah. I'm a bit stacked in midfield and forwards. And I actually end up benching in Odegaard. Okay. So the interesting thing about that is because you've been in similar, would you have been in a similar position because you'd have Madison, Saka, mm -hmm. Rashford, uh, Matoma, right? Madison, Saka, Rashford, Bruno, and Matoma. Yeah. Matoma, you have five of those. You'd have Watkins, Harland, and Tony. You're going to have to bench one of the th eight of those. Uh huh. So actually, Tony being banned is not a problem for you. Don't actually, you don't don't actually have to sell him. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't have to rush to. I wouldn't yeah. take a hit. But 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 the but the downside to that is if he's not banned, mm -hmm. are you are you benching Saka because he's the only player there that's not doubling? Yeah, probably. Yeah, and that's that, that's the other thing to think about in twenty nine. That's and that's where the bench boost helps, right? Because the, you have got under that that problem. But then the flip side is the defenders aren't looking necessarily as as. No, Kilman and Tarkowski would be on my bench too. So I'm yeah, and that's the same problem I have. Otherwise, you could even yeah. half consider it as a doubling. You could even bench boost without it if you do ones that with Bruno and Tarkowski. I mean, you've got uh, Kilman, I've got Breno. It's same. Same. I, I wonder if Saka at home to Leeds is better than Tony away to Brighton and away to Man U anyway. Yeah. So that's just so that's interesting because I, as you're going through that, I'm thinking maybe I should just bite the bullet, bring in Tony, not mess about with Bremo and try and be clever, take a hit somewhere, take a hit in 28, or just be all 10 in 28. I'm not sure which, and then get myself to a slightly better team. Yeah, I'm not, not worried too much about. Maybe Tony. I don't know. You know, I could change it. I got. I'm not. I'm not making a transfer this week. I'm rolling. Yeah, same here. And then, you know, I'm going to have all this information, but I already have Tony, right? So it's going to be interesting who wildcards this week, who wildcards for 27, who then starts to think, hey, you know, maybe I'll not wildcard. Plus, don't forget, there's still more fixtures uh, tonight, right? Although I don't think they're as dramatic for 28. They're more, they more in, in, have implications. No, it's very little. I mean, I say unless Spurs and Southampton go out, we're not going to get any more fiction in 28. It's just more. Exactly. If, other, if other teams go out, it starts opening up 32 a bit more. And the way 32 is looking now, particularly with the Leicester game going in, which I think is big because I think Madison, assuming he's fit, will become popular. Leicester at home to Wolves in 32 becomes a much easier thing to navigate because you can start playing that. And as I say, if you wildcard in 33, you can dead end your team in 32. Yeah. And so, as I say, there is a there is an option in my head. If actually thirty two becomes more fav favorable, just hold that free hit and use it another point. Okay, like That's using cool. thirty four, thirty seven, and one of the or probably thirty seven because if you're wild carding thirty three, you could then bench exactly. thirty four, and then you would still have your free hit for double game week thirty seven, or for the last game of the year in thirty eight because there's typically a lot of rotation and shit then too. Yeah, exactly. I've done that one before it was really fun. And we got a bunch of leaks. That was the season where they changed the the start the the oh, okay, uh, deadline yeah. half an hour earlier the next season because of all the leaks on the last day of the year. Well, that which was perfect. really fucking helpful with the free hit because we heard like Mo was out. <laughs> I sold. I was like, oh, see you later, Mo. I brought in like I brought in like Simicast and shit. I'm like, I got so much money. I just punted on like De Bruyne and Obama Yang and stuff, and they all like scored. It was awesome. Yeah, but that. you know, I'm probably more likely it's getting used in 32. Yeah, more likely agreed. Yeah, it's it's for me. I guess my point is I don't think for me what happened in 32 is irrelevant of what I'm doing now. That doesn't what happens in 32 now doesn't mm -hmm. change my plan of not of not free hitting in 28. I think this conversation is just making me think: Do I really want to tackle 27 with just M Bumo? I like the idea. I like your idea of getting. I think you've got Tony and Matoma. I'd be more than happy with that for my, you know. Yeah, and Ben Mee too. I think Ben Mee covers off the clean sheet, and he's got a pretty good goal threat. I like him. Like he, he'd be my go-to defender. Uh, I don't think that many people are in your position though, Kev, because you've got a unique position of Aaron Watkins, which is ahead of the curve in the sense of he's going to be popular in twenty eight. I fucking did this. This like 
exercise. Like, so, you know, five, six weeks ago, I said on the pod, I'm not even going to fucking look till we have more info, right? So that was like, I'm not going to do this. What if percentage, this, that, and the other, because it, it, quite frankly, it get, it confuses me to the point where I'm like, I don't even like, I subconsciously go, Oh, fuck that shit. You're confused. Your brain's like, you're confused. Don't even think about it. Right. So I try to ignore it. And then what happened was last week it mattered because it was like, okay, I, I, I have a fairly clear picture of what will happen in these, in these FA cup matches now. Like we, like it, it kind of became known that, depending on what happens in this Leeds versus Fulham match will probably determine your, your chip strategy. Like it's almost like, Hey, keep, be flexible, be open-minded, don't overthink it. And then it became to the point where we know for a fact now that that Leeds Fulham match is probably going to be the deciding factor on most people's chip strategies. So that's now important. So then that was like last week that I thought, okay, I now know that I'm going to go through the transfer planner and see where I'm at in terms of like what chip strategies I would do, which is what I think people are doing now. I just happened to 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 sort of say, hey, I'm I'm willing to look at 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 my decisions now based on my current team, based on that leads full and fixture going either way. And I came to the decision that if I added Kilman, it meant I could free hit in either scenario because he hedged Mo and Trent and Andreas going out to the point where I could get 28 without using a chip uh in either scenario of that game so i you know i know like only like two three weeks ago it was like oh fuck even thinking about it but like i you know clearly at some point i was gonna think about it <laughs> right it, it was like this last week and i wrote about it in my article that i sent to geek so like it's pretty fucking detailed in there if you're on whatever that tier is of his things that he sends that full article to right so like, I mean, I explained in it in there and basically it meant I had to take a whopping minus fucking 12. I knew there'd basically be no chance I get a green arrow this week, but it means that I probably make that up with the extra fixtures played, you know, in 27, 28, 29, and then probably more so later on in 32, 33, 34, when I am using those chips that I saved by taking that minus 12. I kind of view like lat this week now, 25, and 28 as like i'm just gonna break even on that minus 12 i'm not expecting massive green arrows from that but it, it paid for those hits for free basically and extra fixtures and meant that i could cash in on the chips later to hopefully boost my rank right before the end of the season and that was sort of what i landed on and yeah so i'm in a unique situation but like it was from a like pretty carefully thought out minus fucking 12 which was uh, my hands were like shaking as I click confirm. <laughs> like I almost like blacked out and, and it's like, it's fucking 20 minutes before the deadline too. And I'm like, please don't let the website crash. Please don't let the website crash. Like it was brutal. And I'm like, Oh, I got to tell John what my starting lineup is now. I'm fucking going into a client meeting too. Like, because the deadline was Friday. So, you know, over here, that's, that's one thirty PM. I got like fucking client meetings at lunch at 12 till one, right? Like enough time for this. I had to be like, Hey, I got to go to the washroom. And I fucking went and changed my lineup and was like, John, can you post on the patron dude? I'm in a meeting. <laughs> I did like tell my client I'll be back in a minute. I got to go to the bathroom. So it was kind of fucking high pressure scenario, but it's because I went through that transfer planner just like eight weeks into the future and it's it kind of sucked. Like it 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 took hours out of my time, and I like wasn't one hundred percent sure. Still, it's not like I know the fucking right answer, right? But yeah, I'm in a unique scenario because of that, and I just kind of figured at some point you you know every FPL manager is going to have to spend a couple hours going through this. I think most people are probably doing that now this week. I just happened to do it a week ago, which led me to that minus twelve to get me in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I think, uh, and I think the reason why I say that is more. I don't think many people can avoid a hit and get three doublers in twenty-seven. I would say is my is my read of it. Because obviously, in my team. Well, I already I have Tony, which, by the way, I paid the price. It meant I haven't had Kane the last like fucking. I've had like two green arrows since oh, yeah. break. So like, it's hurt me. It's you know, great. I'm in a decent relative position now but like i paid the fucking price like i gotta i gotta factor that in to my decision or to my overall 
you know, how many hits has it taken? How many points have I gained? Like not okay. having gained, I'm in fucking catch up mode still. Like you guys are all ahead of me. Well, I'm, well, I'm not. You. Anyway, that, that's a whole different story. Um, so anyway, let's wrap this up with sure. answer the question of the week. Oh boy. Your XA defenders over the season. And as I say, taken from the website. XA? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm going to say Trippier. Okay. Um, Who else? I don't know. XA. Fuck, man. Like, it could be a guy that doesn't like actually have a very good. Oh, wasn't uh, like Sessignon in there or something from some trick question a while ago? Like, had skyrocketed XA or something like that? Like, this is what I'm saying. If it's someone like that, then well done, Chris. You got me with like an impossible fucking question. So, I'm going to go with more. I'll go like Shaw and uh, Trent. Two out of three, not bad. Okay. So Trippier is number one. Miles out at seven point four six. Then Trent is number two. Okay. Four point six seven. So you know, quite a big difference. That's still low as fuck at game week twenty nine. So like he should have four assists, and he's like the second highest. Game week twenty nine. This is we're, we're, we're only in game week twenty five, man. Or, sorry, whatever. Game week twenty something. Like yeah. four assists expected from the second highest defender in the like from XA in the league. That's not high at all. Yeah, and and then uh, it's his mate Robertson number three, four point oh seven, and then Perisic is just behind in three point seven nine, which is interesting because he's not okay. played that much, has he? No. Which goes to show. The theory of him being a really, really good asset was correct. He just hasn't played that. He hasn't had the minutes because actually yeah, XA per minute. The theory is more what we said. Don't maybe rely too heavily on XA because it comes in chunks. Yeah, and, and then and then it's a really big drop to like, and then you got players you never thought of like Cresswell at two point two seven. Two point two. So that's a really low one. And then uh, interestingly, White is actually number six on the list at two point two five. I think he's only had one assist all season. But I, I watch him and go in, that guy's going to get an assist soon, surely. Oh, he's had two assists this well, season. I wonder actually. how they view, like, they can't they can't put just crosses into the box as XA then. Because a lot of the fullbacks have a shitload of crosses every game. So yeah. that would just be, like, irrelevant for XA. It must be, like, a key pass into the box is what all they care about, right? Or, or was a cross that results in a header towards the goal. Uh, for, yeah, yeah, it results in a chance. But, yeah, then you got, yeah, Shaw's, like, 1.8. So there's a load of players around this two mark. I mean, these but some yeah. guys have, like, six crosses, ten crosses some games. So you would think that would have some impact on XA. But if, over 20-whatever games, they're, like, yeah. at, like, the fifth highest is at, like, two. Then obviously not. Yeah, I, I just thought that was, yeah, just because you brought it up in the last pod of going, yeah, perhaps XA is a thing to look at for your defense. XA seeming seems overseas. to be quite irrelevant to me. Yeah, exactly. What I'm getting out of this, but XG is definitely relevant. Well, perhaps I'll ask you that next week on XG for your defenders. <laughs> is this you using the new stats they put in the game? Oh, I, I mean, yeah, no, I. Yeah, I'm not sure XG for Defender is very interesting, actually. I haven't just looked at it now. Anyhow, we shall. I'm I'm di digressing somewhat. We probably sure. chatted for quite a, We've managed to chat for quite a long time, given we didn't have that much information to talk. Well, it's. I think there, there is quite a lot to think about. Hopefully, hopefully people have found that helpful, given them a bit of thought of what, what they're doing. Uh, best luck for anyone that decides to wildcard in 26. It's going to be a, a fairly quick decision that people need to make if you're going to do that. Um, if you can hold out to 27, I think that's better for a bit more information. But I can see if your team's in a bit of trouble, I can see why you might be tempted to go now. I, I think, yeah, it's just, just in terms of the information you're waiting on, I think it's more would any of the players you were going to bring in in 26 be injured now or something? And I think it's less about like a stupid end and, and, and whatnot because I just feel like if you're out because of an injury – even if they're back next week, like how many minutes do you expect them to play over the next like three three game weeks with extra matches and shit? So just, I would almost like put the bullet through those guys' heads. Like the stupid man, I don't know. We don't know what March's issue is yet, do we? No, I, I guess the interesting thing is you've said that you you might sell one or two Liverpool assets in 27. Or you sell one in 27, oh. maybe. Um, yeah. Liverpool got Man United at home in 26. Arguably not yeah. a good game, which might be why people go, I've done my Liverpool assets now, getting Brighton, who've got West Ham at home, getting
getting Brentford have got Fulham at home and just get those players in now and just get an extra better week out of them rather than waiting another you week. Can, I you guess could, you still have a transfer you don't have to roll now if you're going to wildcard in 27. You could fucking bin Trent for someone or bin Mo to the best high upside one week punt or something and then wildcard. It's always nice knowing that you have a wild card that's coming in like a week or two because you can take like a big dice roll. Yeah, that's true. That you could, you point. could, you know what? If you're like, fuck it, I want, I want a wild card early. Um, in, you know, I want, I want Tony in because he's going to be rising and shit, but I'm going to wild card in 20. But, but what if I brought in Tony this week as my transfer and then I could have him anyway while his price is shooting up and shit? And then a wild card to 27 for the rest of it and wait on news for everyone else. I'm interested, interested what happened to Tony's price. I think people will be looking at it going, hang on a second, this guy's about to get bad. Okay, cool. Right. Enjoyed right, that. Buddy. We're back okay. on well, back on Sunday. All right, dude. Talk to you later. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. Bye.